Welcome to the Hopeless Fan Podcast. It is the wee hours of Tuesday, December year 22nd, year of our Lord mm-hmm. 2020. Zach, Christmas coming up in just a couple of days on Friday, but it came a little early Christmas tonight. Came early for came you, a little, us, you, Mullow. Came a little early tonight. Early tonight. Bengals at home defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers 27-17. to Never a doubt. Never a doubt. As a 14.5 point underdog. First home underdog of 14.5 points to win outright well, since 2011. Well, it was 14 right before kickoff on Lawrence. Yeah, 14 or more. I got you. Yeah. Even though it opened 12.5, which mm-hmm. I would rather go by the opening because then it's, okay. it's just what the, the public moves it after that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But anyway... I'm uh I'm now back all in Zach Taylor. I mean, on you on him. I'm on him. I would Ryan Finley week one starter question mark. I uh, they were talking before the game. I liked well the, it it happened again where like every analyst picked the Steelers and why wouldn't they? Right. And like so the graphic is just like five big Steeler logos. Yeah. And it it came back to bite him again. Um but they gave the score predictions and Steve Young said like 42 to 9. Uh, Adam Schefter said like twenty seven to three and then Booger just said by a lot. So uh yeah, it was a great night. Ryan Finley, as we all thought, uh what was he, seven of thirteen? Seven of thirteen, fifty three percent for, for eighty nine yards and a, and a tutty. But what's the QBR? Seventy nine point two. The most important stat there is. Well Ben's was fifteen. Exactly. Uh Big Ben, what'd you think of the game? Because I know I mean outside of uh outside of the uh, betting implications we had. I think Zach Zach took the Steelers minus fourteen, uh, so tough. But he live bet the Bengals minus three and a half. I said he had balls of steel. He did have balls of steel because that game from a Bengals fan looked like every Bengals Steelers game I've ever watched. It was plus odds live, yeah. and I said, you know what? That's free money. Yeah. And, and then, um, but what was your confidence level? Say like, <laughs> so it was twenty four to ten Bengals, and William Jackson dropped. The easiest interception he'll ever get in his life. It would have basically won the game. You would have even had to sweat your bet. Um, it would have won it. Instead, he drops it. The Steelers end up a couple plays later, fourth down and four. And William Jackson gets called for pass interference at the one-yard line. Steelers score on the next play. It'd be your own homies. What was your, what was your confidence level at that point? I turned it off. You did? Yep. Okay. I turned it off because it, it went great. Well, it went bad. In the first, for me, bet-wise. And then when it got to 17 to nothing. Right. I was like, okay, plus three and, or minus three and a half. They're up 17. Just, right. you know, keep them at bay. And then um, I turned it on after I bet them. And then when that happened, I'm like, okay, this is not going well. Because the Bengals didn't score a single point after I turned the game on. You didn't start watching until it was 17. Correct. Oh. Okay. Yeah. After I, I didn't start watching until I laid that laid that bet. Um, you didn't even get to see the fun part. No. For the most Bengals fans. Right. Correct. Because um, I thought, you know what, I'll lay this, I'll lay this, you know, two units on Pittsburgh for an easy division win. Won't even need to watch it. And then I look at the score and like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it got interesting. And then uh, when it got when it got real close, I shut it off, and then I, I turned it back on um, when uh, the Steelers had their last drive, where they had the fourth down failed completion to end the game. Correct. Okay. Well, 
It would have ended. Not, not, the Steelers had a chance if uh, they don't get that, if the Bengals miss a field goal or something, because, you know, they are on their second string kicker. Right. And, yeah, Fat Randy benched. Um, but, yeah, I think the biggest part, I mean, it's just like it was every, like, Everything rolled into one, like a Molotov cocktail of shit that just made me so happy. So the biggest one, obviously, the trending one, Juju Smith-Schuster likes to do the Corvette Corvette dance on the opposing team's logo every game. He did mm-hmm. it against Buffalo, mm-hmm. um, and now he did it today, right before the game. He put it on TikTok, and then Von Bell absolutely lit his ass up on a pass over the middle, and then double whammy. It was, it was, no, it was third and seven. So he <laughs> stopped him. They called it incomplete. So at the worst, you're like, okay, you get the punt. And then it turns out he took three steps. So it was a full ass fumble. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a Bengals touchdown. Bengals had 17 points off turnovers tonight. They don't win the game if they don't get that because, right. like, Ryan Finley was not leading them down the field. He did have an 80 yard touchdown drive, but he was yep. not leading them down the field for any points, you know, more than 10 points this entire game. Right. And then you have the pick. With the celebration, so yeah, high stepping celebration on a uh, pick where you're not you're not scoring a touchdown, right, you're just you're going just, out of bounds. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, you had people then fighting the person who hit Mackenzie Alexander late out of bounds for a 15 yard penalty. Um, you had Carl Lawson tackling Chase Claypool for a loss on a reverse, and then he stumbled with a knee across Chase Claypool's face. I mm-hmm. don't know. And then Jesse Bates, Chase Claypool, my favorite person in the world, Jesse Bates. Yeah. Well, he stumbled in the same way that uh, Marcus Peters spit. Right. Uh, Which on, uh, I don't think we're talking about enough, to be honest. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that kind of just went under the radar. It did, yeah. It really did. It was and- such a great game. That they were just like cares. Yeah, leave it to uh, leave it to Ravens to spit on people. Um, looking at you, um, Hall of Fame lineman. Uh, I always forget his name. He's skinny now, no longer fat. <laughs> Was with the team for a thousand years. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. So all around an amazing night, and it's the first time the Bengals have beaten the Steelers since I was a junior in college. The ba- the bummer is that. The Bengals and the Bengals and Steelers. The Bengals, when is the last time they beat them by double digits? Twenty thirteen. So since we were in high school, well, we well, were. I was a been. freshman in college. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because they got the late field goal to win by ten. Um. But yeah, that's what I. The Bengals were up seventeen nothing. I was like, this never happens because I've never seen them blow out the Steelers. Never seen it the other way plenty of times. But yeah, they they won that. They won in twenty thirteen by ten in the same way they won by ten tonight, where it was just like. Oh, it was ten. Yeah, yeah, you know. It was ten. Right, it was ten well, at the end the of the strict of, day. Strictest, strictest of definition, terms. it was double digits. Um, I swear there was a Zach. Damn it! What did he do? I don't know. There was just a gif of Zach Taylor that I really liked of him getting pumped up, and it got me mm-hmm. back on him and like convinced me that he needs an extension tomorrow. I want to see a fight on the sideline where he's part of it. Oh yeah, of course. I'd be so in. Uh, and then I was at, I was also pondering the game ended and I was like, uh, what are the odds that Mike Brown's even awake right now? I said uh, yes, him being awake mm-hmm. plus two twenty, mm-hmm. and no, him being asleep was at like minus one eighty. I have a question for you, and this is kind of on topic, kind of off topic. So if a sure. coach if a coach gets ejected from a game, right? Uh, and then what what is stopping them from going somewhere in the stadium, getting a screen with a live feed? Getting an earpiece in and just doing his job from there. It's a great question, right? 
Who says no? Who says no? Yeah. That's I mean, a, unless you have a rat, a mole in your... I've never seen a coach get thrown out. Of an NFL game? Yeah, I've seen yeah, it, it happens, obviously it in happens, baseball. Yeah, in but basketball it happens a lot oh, too. John Calipari happens to him at least once a year. Hot seat for him, by the way. No, he's not on the hot seat. Oh, that's a hot seat. He's never on the hot seat. He will never be on the hot seat. Metaphorical hot. I don't think he's getting fired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about a specific right. instance. Right. Did you not see that? Well, the kid that... Uh, the kiddo. Had, yeah, well, that's, kiddo. that's what I'm saying, though. It's like... I'm not hot-seating him. He'll be fired. He's, he can be there right. as long as he wants. Right. He looked well, old as shit in that Zoom. I think uh, I think the situation there is that um, you have... you So, you have these kids that come to Kentucky. They're not used to losing. They're used to going undefeated in their senior season at whatever high school team they're at. And then they come to Kentucky and you have a year like this, which Kentucky has one of these like every five or six years. Where uh, they just losing have... to Robert Morris in the NIT for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So it just happens. Oh. And I think, in, yeah, I think in COVID, um, that Zach's dog has gas. I think, yeah, I think it's, uh, COVID doesn't help. And you just have it. You just have a down year where the kids just don't gel. I would and definitely put it on COVID. That's my that'd be my number yeah, one. They're go-to. not yeah, they're not they're not, you know, and so they get punched in the mouth. They're one five, they're not used to this kind of stuff, and then they start to point the finger as young kids do. Um or it's just immature people in general do. Zach. Right. And so <laughs> they're looking for someone to blame and maybe he blamed someone on the coaching staff. Maybe he blamed Calipari himself. And Cal Perry can't allow that kind of culture in his locker room. He's not that kind of guy. Mm. Um, so he's... Um, it's a culture off. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I think that that's simply what, what it was. And it, it's really, it's just a matter of Kentucky's never... Let's when's just, the last time Kentucky's been one and started well, season one and five? Let's just say for context, this guy, I forget his name now. Tubby Smith, probably. Um, Hayes? Chancellor? <laughs> the, the Chancellor of Hayes. <laughs> Uh, Coach K asked player. I just have in Kentucky and then went over to news. Right. Um, I'm just looking at people getting murdered in the state of Kentucky. Sure. Uh, Cameron Fletcher. Fletcher. Uh, so Cameron Fletcher was crying at the end of their game the other day mm-hmm. uh, on the bench because I guess he wanted to be played more and mm-hmm. not Cameron. Cameron. Nice, good catch. Mm-hmm. Without that apostrophe, mm-hmm. um, and John Calipari just asked him to just step away from the program. Yeah, and his series of tweets was just like, "Eh, do you really still love him, Calipari?" Or the no, tweets no, no. from Cal- Calipari? Calipari's or... tweet basically was like, "He knows I still I love him." Right. I'm like, "Eh." Calipari loves all of his players. You, you that I will never question because. He care. I th- it almost seems like he cares more about getting them drafted than he does winning. Because mm-hmm. you'd think he would do everything in his power to get these kids to stay, but he's always like, well, yeah, because he's like, well, I have. He's trying I to have shove- eleven more. Right. That's true. Potential first round picks coming here, and I can put your jersey behind me in the background while they interview me during the NBA draft. Yeah, I. Uh, but I'm but just I do saying, the same thing. I'm not. No, saying, yeah. There's. I don't, I don't think. There's, I don't have a gripe with yeah. Coach K. I don't. I don't think there's any other coach that's more pro get paid than John Calipari in more ways than one. Right. Derrick Rose. Get pay, pay someone uh, to take his SAT for him. Yeah, uh, Derrick Rose and... Um, What's his dick? Uh, what, from the Celtics. Uh, just won an NBA champion. Rondo. Kendrick Perkins. Rondo. Oh. Um, back to the NFL for a little bit. Any other Week 15 observations? Um, the Jets and a Bengals Moneyline Parlay, what would it have paid out? Oh, God. Like, so in a sense... 
plus 200 is 2 to 1. Right. What would Jets Bengals money line parlay pay down? Oh god, probably like plus like, like seven, what, 1700 what? I would guess. I don't know, but so 17 to 1. Right. Yeah, 89 to 1. Whoa. 89 to 1. Way off. Yeah. I'm gonna sneeze. Do it. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> No, look at me. It comes in threes. <laughs> when the... that was good, yeah, it was good. Okay, um, it. okay, no, no, we're, we're gonna work our way through it. I like it. You got more? Okay, Scotty. I, I always got more. <laughs> um, look at you, Scotty. Should I call him like in the middle of the see if he answers? No, because I think he might be down. There it is. You get it? No, we got more. Keep going. I can't wait. You took um, you take your Zyrtec. I took it out. You built like half an hour ago. Um, Browns Giants. Browns Giants. Are the Browns are the Browns a serious threat in the playoffs? I don't want to talk about that game very much. Lost a lot oh, of money yeah, on it. Did. I forgot. <laughs> Zach kept doubling down on an over that just chasing an over that well, just never it happened. Was, um, there were three total bets on that, right? It was the first quarter. Oh yeah! So Zach, minus Zach bet the Giants or the Browns minus point five first quarter in the first quarter, and he picked the only quarter the Giants scored in to bet the Giants were winning three to nothing, and then the Browns ended up driving and scoring a touchdown right at the end. I know uh, they early got in the quarter. red zone as time expired in the first quarter, I was, and they hurried up to the line, and I was about to bust, and they just well it happened because Zach got back to even with Kansas City minus two and a half. They got cocky. Yeah, he got cocky. Got back to zero and started feeling himself. So then he went Giants Browns uh, over thirty nine and a half. Obviously didn't hit, but chased his tail during that. Then he went over twenty nine and a half, <laughs> which it was twenty to three, and the Giants were driving. And then no incomplete fourth down in the red zone, and they kicked no, a field goal. No uh, pass interference call on that golden tape. Oh, touchdown. that's so. That was not pass interference. Um, if that wasn't pass interference, then neither was the one tonight, Chase Claypool. I agree. No, you thought it was what? That it was pass interference. Thought what was pass interference? The call tonight that didn't get called. Which call? The one on fourth and ten, or third and ten, to Chase Claypool, the deep bomb by Ben. You're right. I didn't think it was. You told you told me earlier that you thought it was. You're like, yeah, maybe it was. No, I was talking about the William Jackson play on fourth and four. That was to Chase Claypool. No, it was to Deontay Johnson. No, well, same person, really. No, they're the same person. No, basically. they're not. You're right. Deontay Johnson has way more drops. Right. Uh, um, more dro- more drops than Larry Fitzgerald has in his career. So we also had a uh, double doink. Double doink. The double doink guy came back. Uh, Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey. hit the upright on a post. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, like, wondering if he were to, like, do that in a playoff game again, just oh, after yeah, the Big bear- Cat had a whole spiel about yeah. that. and I know, like, Cody Park, he went the Jesus route afterwards when he missed that kick with the Bears. Like, it's all God's plan. I mean, Jesus, I mean. Yeah, it might be God's plan to see you on Friday when Jesus you had, get murdered. Jesus had trouble with cross bars, too. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right. Anything else? Uh, the Jets. My God, it was the biggest flat spot ever for the Rams and the team I picked to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I saw a video of probably on TikTok of the biggest Pat's hater I've ever seen, where he was like, it showed the post game from the Rams beatdown of the pa- of the Patriots, and it was a Belichick conspiracy. Yeah, yeah thing. like a conspiracy. Like, hey, 
Like our TikTok feeds are the same. Yeah, I'll let you destroy me this week if you guys lose to the Jets next week because I don't want uh, I don't want this guy going to the Jets and being in my division. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. It's bullshit. Yeah, I got the refs to throw uh, flags on two Cam Akers touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was an all-time bad. And the thing was, it's like the Steelers today, they're down 17 nothing at half. What do they do? They come out in the third quarter like, all right, we slept through the first two quarters. We're going to come out now. Scored 10 straight points and uh, had the ball down 17-10. Right. And then problem with the Rams is they were down 13 nothing. Or ten nothing to the Jets. Third quarter comes around. Teams are averaging two point three points in the third quarter against the Rams this year. Wow! So if you kick a field goal against the Rams in the third quarter, you've exceeded expectations. The Jets hang ten more on the Rams in the third quarter uh, yesterday. So it was like an all-time bad spot with Seattle on deck, and it really doesn't hurt the Rams in general for the division. That either way, they're just going to have to beat Seattle next week in Seattle. But damn, what a what a letdown spot! And now it's questioning me with the Jets. My Jets under one and a half wins. Oh my um, god! But it really, really helps your Jags' worst. Right. So if the if the Jets do win two games, my Jaguars' worst record comes through. What's the Jets' remaining schedule? They have uh, the Browns at home, and, and then, then they the have Bills? the Patriots, the Patriots on the road. They could beat the Patriots. I don't they could beat the Browns. They could beat the Browns. You could beat the Rams. You could beat anybody. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So, so who knows anymore? All right. right. Do we want to go into? All right. I'm excited. This was the meat and potatoes of the pod. Yeah. We're we're. Uh, let's see how many minutes in we are. We are 20 minutes in almost, and now we're getting into the meat and potatoes. Well, this is gonna be it. Meat and potatoes. I know. And well, then I'm just we're saying. gonna have bachelorette talk at some point because. I saw – that's what the thing was. It pissed me off. I had a, a whole Twitter feed of Bengals Steelers tonight, mm-hmm. and for the most part it was amazing, mm-hmm. as you could imagine. And yeah. then I got one little Bachelorette spoiler sprinkled in there because it's a two-night se- series finale, season finale mm-hmm. uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, so that one sucked. I've been trying to stay off Twitter because of Bachelorette. I still haven't watched the family Home visits. visits. Home visits. Okay. Um, so – yeah, we'll just kind of roll it all into one when we come back from Christmas. Yeah. Because the finale is this week, right? Tomorrow. Yeah. So when we come back yeah. from Christmas, we can just roll Are we not going to record over. before Christmas again? I can't imagine. Christmas is what, Thursday? Friday. It's Friday. like a Wednesday night Friday. type of deal like this. Well, the 23rd is when I get tomorrow. Well, Wednesday. That's when I my stuff with my family because my ah, parents like to fly out shit. on Christmas Day because, you know, it's cheaper. Right. All right. Well, let's stop scheduling stuff and get yeah. into this. And uh, then we'll end the show by wishing everyone a happy holidays. Um, mm-hmm. Here were our... Happy Hanukkah to Scotty because he's Jewish. Here were our our AFC and NFC preseason. This is from April 30th. Yeah. April right 30th. after the draft. Um, so Just, we, COVID is fresh. Yeah. Pretty damn fresh. I still thought I was going on a cruise at this point. <laughs> this will um, all be over by June. Still thought that. All right. Um, it was kind of depressing to be like, mm-hmm. to be like uh, when I was listening to it, April thirtieth. Yeah. I was just like, I really have nothing to look forward to. It was like so true because the next day is May first. It's mm-hmm. gonna be May, and we mm-hmm. still weren't gonna have sports until baseball came back at yeah. the end of July. So that sucks to think back to. Um, okay, so. 
How do, do we just want to run it down or do by like who had the best or who had the worst take? You want the worst take? Yeah, let's get the worst take. Is it me? Um, uh, there's a few. There's a few bad takes. Does Scotty have the worst take. Who had the worst take? You might have. So your six and seven seeds in the AFC. Do you mm-hmm. remember them? No chance. Okay, your sixth seed was Denver, at ten and six. Okay, and your seventh seed was Cincinnati, at nine and seven. I was well. That's see, I was high on Cincinnati because well, it bur- bur- Well, the the thing is, they lost a bunch of close well, games. I was and I was doubling down on the whole Burrow's going to start three and one, four and zero. Oh. Yeah, which so, they just now got their third win right tonight. Well, it would have happened a lot sooner if you know their defensive coordinator knew his ass from his elbows. But, uh, Don't talk about Louie Anarumo. <laughs> I couldn't have, I couldn't have even... If you gave me a thousand years to guess who it was. <laughs> All right, but that's that might not be your worst... Like, you have kind of a little bit it's of a NFC worst take. No, 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 no. Like, so everyone just did their, like, mm-hmm. predictions, but you gave their records for every team. Oh, God. So you did extra work. And I pointed it out on the pod that, like, Zach did extra work and wants everyone to realize that he did it, which I appreciate. <laughs> Came back to bite me in the ass. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> the one time I do extra work. Because you had the Bengals at 9-7 and seven as the seventh wild card. Mm. Or the seventh last well, wild card. we knew the log jam that the AFC was going to have. Yeah, we knew Burrow exploded. Right. Um, in a bad way. Um, but here's the bad take. You had the Bengals at 9-7 and seven getting the last wild card in a tiebreaker with... The Jets at nine and seven. Okay, but I mean, who knew the Jets were going to be this bad? Right, this bad. Apparently, the one guy who said they were going to get their first win week fifteen. What a guy! Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also said the Browns are going three and thirteen. Who knew exactly? Who knew the Browns were going to be this good? I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying we're looking back, and that's mm-hmm. why it's a bad take. See, this is what happens when you're always conservative. And then my favorite one of yours was that Jacksonville would go two and twelve. They would only play fourteen games. Oh, whoops! I said yeah. two and twelve. Yeah, you said it on the pod. Two, two and fourteen. Yeah. No one. No. I hand up. I didn't say anything about it. So, yeah, you were like, you're, you're pretty. It's like you're enabling me. You were pretty confident. I remember it was like Cincinnati nine and seven and a tiebreaker over the Jets at nine and seven. Tennessee at nine and seven. I got Cleveland going three and thirteen. I have Jacksonville going two and twelve. And then you had Pittsburgh at eight and eight. Miami at seven and nine. Okay, Miami. I mean, but not, who would have known? Right. <laughs> Pitts. I had Pittsburgh at what? Eight and eight. I did. <laughs> yeah. I thought Ben was gonna get injured again. I think. So here were your. Uh, oh, you also have another bad one for the AFC. The number NFC. three AFC number okay. three seed Houston at ten and six winning the division. Yeah, I I must not have known their starting schedule. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So here here's your rundown. And the thing was, we each had Kansas City, Baltimore one two. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's yeah let's get into how I'm not uh not how I'm stupid, but into how you guys were wrong. Right. And uh, so my my seven Kansas City, Baltimore. Number three, Buffalo. Number four, Indy. And number five, Tennessee. I had okay. Indy and Tennessee each with 10 and 6. Where'd you have Texas, Houston? I didn't have them in the playoffs. Really? What did you have their record as? I didn't do the record. I just, like, I was when I went back and listened, I said, I think Indy and Tennessee each finished 10 and 6 with Indy getting the... As record. with any other pundit, it's easy to be right when you're non-specific. Well, yeah. Um, 
but you had Indy making the playoffs ten and six. You just didn't. You just had Houston, um, and then I had Pittsburgh as a six seed. And then my worst one, since I think I'm going to go six for seven mm-hmm. in terms of guessing the playoff teams. Right, mm-hmm. I had the Raiders at the seven seed. Did you have the um, Pats missing? Yes, all of us had the Pats missing. Nice. Um, what did? What was my record for the Titans? That I. What did I have the record? Uh, nine and seven. Okay. Uh, and then Scotty, Kansas City, Baltimore. He had Tennessee winning the division, and Buffalo at four. And then he had Pittsburgh, and then he was right on Miami potentially making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. But he also had Denver. Of course he did. So it's looking right now. I did too. Oh uh, yeah. Well, it looks right now that you're going to get. Unfortunately, you're going to get four out of the seven AFC teams correct, and then Scotty and I are going to get six out of seven. But, like you said, it's tough. It is tough. All right, uh, the NFC. Uh, here's a you know. You want the good news or bad news? Bad news. All right, um, I'll give you the good news. Uh, you were the only one that had Green Bay winning the division. Really? Yeah. Number three seed. Green Bay is always better than the rest. They're always Aaron Rodgers will always overcome anything else that that division can throw at him. Well, they went six nine and one in 2018 with Aaron Rodgers playing. He got injured the, that year, didn't he? Playing the whole year. What year? Two years ago. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I don't believe you. All right, okay, that's fine. Um, I think that was the year that I went and Brett Hundley played that game. Who'd they play? The Ravens. That was 2017. I promise. Because that's when the Bengals played the Packers, 2017. It's okay. Okay. Uh, the bad news. Uh, wait, was that good or bad? That's, I don't know. You right. you chose to give me the bad news first. Because oh. I said, I want the good I want No, I want the bad news. And it's a bad news game. off. Okay. Um, Because we all had Dallas winning the division. Yikes. Well, I mean, it's... They still could. Yeah. Uh, I had them. You and I each had them at the four spot. What the record did I give them? Nine and seven. <laughs> um, did I give everybody nine and seven? <laughs> you be- oh, here's... You want to know your best... To- and Scotty had Dallas as a three seed. You want to know your best take? What was it? Your best take by far. Was it San Francisco? No, because you had them in the playoffs. Oh, God! <laughs> at ten and six, six seed. Your best take all year. So, in the pod, we had a segment... Mm-hmm. Or we had a little tangent about the NFC East being mm-hmm. a like a race to the finish. Mm-hmm. All four teams could make it. Yeah, you had Philly finishing with a tie. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you had Philly going eight, seven, and one. <laughs> Philly always has a tie. It's the McNabb effect. So you had them tying Washington. Oh, okay, who went seven, eight, and one in your okay thingies, um, and then. Uh, you know, other than this, I wonder if there's a sports book that would let you bet like a team any time tie, like to have a tie at some point in the season. Well, here's what you do: is you just put five dollars on a tie at each game, mm-hmm. and it, it's like plus eleven hundred. Okay, yeah, it's like ten. It's eleven to one, ten or eleven to one. Um, except when the Bengals and Eagles play next mm-hmm. time, it should be like even money, right? <laughs> tied for you, twenty twenty four in Cincinnati. Well, it's you're not going to have the same quarterbacks matching up that time though. Right, Jalen Hurts. Or maybe not. Sam Darnold yeah. to the Eagles. How about that take? How about that take? How about that take? No, I don't believe yeah, it. Why, no, I would say Sam Darnold. Who says no? Who says no? no. Sam Darnold to the Patriots? <laughs> that is a spicy meatball. Where the moon Ben DiNucci. Ben, it's yours. <laughs> the fact that Ben DiNucci, what's eating Garrett Gilbert Grape, <laughs> Started a game for the Cowboys this year, and they're like in the hunt for the division. <laughs> um, okay, 
Uh, I want to know what Scotty's NFC predictions were. Okay, but here's another point. Here's another spot where uh, we were right, Scotty was wrong. Okay, we had Saints number one seed. Okay, which uh, is they could, yeah, it could. But the biggest thing is we each had the Saints winning the division and Tampa Bay being a wild card. Scotty had it flipped. Tampa Bay number one seed. Dumbass. So, Scotty, here here's the list. Scotty, one through seven. Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Dallas, Minnesota. So he might go over four with division winners. Yikes. Um, and then his wild cards, New Orleans, Seattle, Chicago. Who? Oh, wow. Chicago's okay. in. So I had... Chicago lost to fuck me, dude. Yeah. I had division winners. I had Saints, Packers, the Se- Seahawks? Seattle. Seattle. Which probably maybe and Dal- it'll come down to this week, right? And then and Dallas. Uh, Dallas, which you know, your three wild cards: Tampa Bay. I, I could, I could theoretically, I could be perfect. In the Absolutely, NFC. and Scotty could go for four. Yes. Um, I love it. Uh, and then your wild cards: Tampa Bay. You're gonna hit that, yeah. And then San Francisco, Minnesota. You're yeah. not gonna hit either of those. Two. No. And then uh, I went New Orleans, San Fran, Minnesota, and Dallas. And then my three wild cards, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. You had Green Bay and wild card. Seven spot. And the and the Rams. Okay. So yeah. I I did pick my Rams. Yeah, Rams, Rams can get in there um, wild card. Other than that. They might win the division, you could be wrong. They could. But we're just gonna we're just gonna look back on these how many playoff teams did we get right. Okay. Fair. Um and I think that's that's about it. That's about it. About as good as we could do. We were coming off some good predictions. We had uh-huh. the draft where we got more than uh-huh. Mel Kiper officially documented. Some would say with evidence. Yeah, that we did um, better than Mel Kiper. I think. I think everyone did better. The, the everybody did better. You could say this about anybody who made any predictions did better than Mel Kiper or not Mel Kiper Jr. than Max um, Kellerman. <laughs> Making fun of Dave Gettleman for wearing a mask. Nice. Even though he just recovered from surgery. Nice. Gotcha, Scotty. Fucking gotcha, bitch. Basically, our draft prediction was like everyone went like two for two, and then we just waited around for the rest of the draft. Yeah. And we got that the Miami Dolphins took this USC tackle at 18, <laughs> and we went we, bo- we went Scotty. Scotty and we went ballistic because we got three <laughs> rights. <laughs> All right. Is that our show? Uh, that's the show. All right, everyone. Merry Christmas from the Hopeless Fan. Happy Hanukkah. We'll do a, Happy a Kwanzaa. quick update. Uh, the Bengals fucked me in Snake Draft Pick'em. You now have a two-game lead because mm-hmm. I went two and two. You went three and one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boardwalk is about as tight as a tick's ass mm-hmm. uh, because tighter than a nun's butthole. Because you're first by a half game. Scotty and I are each a half game back. Mm-hmm. With we do it throughout the playoffs, so we'll still do updates on the pod, mm-hmm. but we'll just have to do it privately. Uh, the boardwalk that yep. is uh, this week. Right. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy all the all those weird holidays. I also think that our outro song, maybe for just a couple episodes, because I love. Can we do a new one. I love Pleasure Island, but I think mm-hmm. it should be Biz Marquee singing Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets. Can I can I play it? Will we be canceled? Season desisted. If I play it, I don't know. I mean, that seems as we haven't been canceled for. I'm just playing Pleasure it. Island. I'm just playing a YouTube video in the background. Who That's gives a y- shit. Uh, uh, I, you, know, YouTube, I know people the YouTube, give a shit. The YouTube algorithm. 
But you know what? I don't think they're going to hassle us since we remember have collectively when, maybe 50 views on our YouTube Remember page. when uh, every single one of our episodes got downloaded and we are like, oh God, it's going to be... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're sifting. <laughs> I love it. Every time you go into YouTube, you you check for it. You just like Grrr. it's um might be loud. Might be loud. Taco Bell's oh, we got ads. I want Taco no Bell. No free ads. I want Taco Bell. I might get this for our Super Bowl party, which Six is happening at less Nathan. than ten people. Yeah, at Nathan's. All Unless right, he gets COVID again. Is that our show? That's our show. 